0: Welcome to the best friends fan cast this is an allison Rosen fan podcast i'm not your regular host lisa her computer is still on the fritz to make up for the fact that lisa's not here i try to get some great guests first we have the return of the meme god jay oh. Inslee.
1: hey happy holidays everyone
0: and joining us yet again it's been too long top commenter leanne ward
2: yet again hello
0: (laughs) how are you guys doing good we're doing awesome
2: great i would like to mention that rafi you called me top commenter but which is great i love that label but on the bonus episode with jenna this time did you guys notice that allison referred to me very casually like did leanne say that yeah i think leanne said that and i loved it as if i was like on the inside
0: I I think because she didn't say top commenter, I just heard you as Leanne. I don't know because I know you as Leanne, so
2: yeah. But it was just like I was just like I wasn't like a Leanne Ward or top commenter. It was just Leanne, as if like you know, I'm just in the inner circle. I mean, I know I'm not, but that's how it sounded.
0: It was definitely very casual. Yeah, you know what that means is the next time she has a live show, you have to come out
2: oh come out perfect I thought you meant come out like in the closet <laughs> <laughs> I was like... and because for some reason I thought you were thinking you were saying live stream I wasn't thinking live show so anyway boy did,
0: boy did that whole thing just take a <laughs> turn
2: yeah edit that out
0: <laughs> no you I so I've been every time I know that you've we, been we communicate for this. I I tell you that it, I'm sad that we'll never meet in person uh, I it's was telling sad. you, I was telling, I was telling you off the air how you might partially be responsible for my existence in the Twitter world and the the Allison fan world. So
2: yeah, so you guys can thank me. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna get a lot of hate mail for this one, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I want you to. I really want to meet you. You need to come out to her next live show.
2: I know. I really want to. Well. I can't promise any. I I, I cannot promise because I cannot tell a lie. But I, but the truth is, I really want to figure something out, whether or not I will or not.
1: <sighs> you know what I'm hoping, Leanne? and I'm hoping that uh, maybe after the baby comes, maybe Allison will take a show over here to the East Coast to satisfy some of the East Coast fans. And then Raph, you'll you'll have to come out to the East right. Coast, maybe to the Boston area.
2: He's like, why should I do that? But yeah, you should. <laughs>
1: we have we have good lobster.
2: I will go.
0: I will be dressed head to toe in Yankees gear. I will probably get hurt. Oh, nice. But
1: no, no, nice no. We,
2: we're, that's
1: okay. The, the Yankees thing is just fine. Just don't wear like a Giants uniform. Oh, no, they suck.
2: Oh, you know what? My brother-in-law, who <laughs> lives in, my brother-in-law who lives more north than me in Maine, loves the Giants. And I don't understand why. I think he's oh. just doing it to be uh,
0: contrarian.
2: Yeah, contrarian. Thank you. Because he's never lived outside of Holton, Maine. There's no reason he should be a Giants fan. People's,
0: people's fandoms are so weird because, like, my football team is the 49ers. My uh, baseball team is the Yankees. It, it doesn't make sense. But we're, we're here to talk about uh, Allison's show. And we'll be talking about the Monday episode with Beth Newell and Sarah Papillardo of Reductress. And the Thursday episode, Allison's Baby Shower, Everyone's Divorcing, and Uber Horror Stories. Um, that part was supposed to go earlier. Doesn't matter. This is what happens when Lisa's gone. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like looking at my phone and my notes and I'm hey, confused. And plus,
1: plus Leanne and I are like two children. So you're just kind of like
0: reining us in to make this all make sense.
2: Right. That's what Lisa always has to do too. Yeah.
0: It's like when I hang well, out with Megan or Lisa, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we all get along
1: so well. So the the Reductress Monday show, is that how it's pronounced? Reductress? Reductress, yes. I think so, yeah. And I, was, I, had, I think I had tweeted you, Raf, and I said, boy, this is one of those things that us two men really should not be commenting on this week, but we'll try our best.
2: I told my husband, I'm like, oh boy, I'm the only woman on here, and I don't have a lot to say about this episode. <laughs> so I, I hope the a- men have a lot to say about feminism.
0: <laughs> we, we'll, we'll hit some <clears> points on it. I always wish that Lisa were hosting.
2: More so today.
0: <laughs> yeah, just because of the feminist. It's it's an all-woman show. It's it's, it's about feminism. We'll, we'll see how it goes.
2: We'll get through it. Right.
0: At the beginning of the show, the first thing they talk about really is that Beth had her baby in a car just like...
2: Oh, Elizabeth Lame did. Yeah. Yes.
0: Isn't it crazy that she's had two people... Talk yes. about having babies in cars. I thought that was a thing that happened in, like, bad movies.
2: Right. I was surprised, too. And she didn't make the connection between the two, I don't think, on either. I know that, you know, one came before the other. But she didn't say, oh, I already I met somebody else, too. So it must seem a little less weird to her than to us.
1: Well, I was, it was interesting because they had also talked about like, the post-election shock. And I'm wondering if that episode was I wonder if it was just a little out of order. Um, well,
2: I mean, yeah, I think the, that one was. Reported. Yeah, but I'm surprised she didn't say it when she was talking to Andy. Really.
1: Right, I I agree. But you know, uh, Raf, you said it was like uh, the babies in a car in a bad movie, and the and I can't remember which one had the baby if it was Sarah or Beth. Um, Beth. Okay, it was Beth. Okay. So, um, they were talking about how her water broke, and I was thinking about this because when when my wife and I went to the you know the the birthing classes just like Allison and Daniel are going to now one of the things they kept saying to us is listen don't ever think your water is going to break it never ever ever happens you only see it in movies it just does not right? happen all that common and sure enough my wife's water broke when she was um, at home when the, the day our little son came along and I was like huh we were told this wasn't going to happen but it's similar to that where it's
2: I wonder why they said that, because everyone I know, their water did break. That's had yeah, a baby. Well,
1: I, well, I think it's also, it sounds like everybody's having babies in cars. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. Did you guys find it weird that it was her sister's car and that it was a Honda Fit? Because to me, I was like...
2: Honda Fits are small.
0: Yeah, I was like, that's not the car I want to be in, give, given birth.
2: Yeah, that's weird.
1: <laughs> I would hope right. it's like a camper that has a lot of leg room. <laughs>
0: you know i think is it the subaru outback that you can hose down the back oh no i'm thinking of the honda element if it was a honda element that's the perfect car
1: i'm pretty sure they hosed down that fit when they were done too i would hope
0: yeah i i I didn't want to look up the the pictures just in case there was wasn't it
2: them who was trying to get another fit
0: (laughs) yeah she was uh joking about that
2: yeah oh no tweeting tweeting the honda
0: Gosh! In Googling for the show, I I saw a picture of her holding her baby in the backseat of a car, and I was like, I'm gonna stop there because if there's like <laughs> any pictures of the interior, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, want to see it. That'll a scar you scene. for life, bud. That'll scar you for life. <clears throat> so none of us here can really talk too much about this, but Allison mentioned that maybe bonding over pregnancy is anti-feminist, but I wouldn't think so because I mean, I wouldn't either. Having a baby is a uniquely feminist thing
2: maybe yeah you know what's interesting about feminism and this to me it's i think even feminists feel like it's a taboo word and a taboo mm-hmm. um taboo point of view and so i think you know i love allison but i think her saying that was just kind of and a kind of a, uh, a result of that because i think if she really thought about it she would know that Bonding with other women about having a baby isn't anti-feminist. I think she would, and I think she did realize that once they kind of were like, "No, that's not anti-feminist." I,
1: I think it's hard. I think it's hard <clears throat> to define feminism, right? I think, I think that a bunch of good old boys back in the fifties thought right. were were intimidated by feminists, right? Yes. And I think now that may have that's changed a little bit. I think I think real feminists are, uh, you know. I guess they're they're more open. I think people are. I like to think, and maybe I'm naive. I like to think people are more open to understanding what it is. I mean, when I listened to this show, I was like, okay, they talked about how their show is a satire show and it's about feminism and and so on and so forth, and they they kind of push a little fun at it. I'm like, okay, I can I can get behind that, but I felt emotionally as a man, I was like, okay, I want to enjoy this, but I'm not quite sure I understand what they're getting at kind of going back and forth. So I, yeah. I think it, it's just very, very, I don't know, feminism, it's all over the place. I think it means many different things to many different people.
2: I think so too. when And I hope that um, they're not tagged in this episode, these two ladies, um, <laughs> because, just in case you never know if they are going to listen. But I would say they didn't compel me. And, I, and I, I'm going to go on record and say, I do consider myself a feminist. So um. it's not because of that it's just maybe their delivery something and they kind of sounded the same to me which is terrible to say but and it's not because they're women cuz sometimes men it's hard for me to tell them apart on podcasts but um i i <clears throat> i found myself drifting sometimes i didn't take a lot of notes although halfway through then i was like oh dang it i was supposed to take notes for this um but i but i don't know what it was that didn't really lock me in and usually um we, there, somebody starts a thread about the show on uh, our the private Facebook page, yeah. and nobody really did this time except about something else, the filler words. Um, <laughs> but not about even if we enjoyed the episode or not, like we usually do. So we, I wonder what other people thought too. We
1: we, had, we should give credit to Lee for for doing the one post where it said that <laughs> yeah. we, like like like. As a matter of fact, when I I did take notes the first time when I listened to it and the second time. Because Lee pointed out, that's all it I was heard was hard. like, yeah. like,
2: like. I have to admit, I didn't even notice until I, I had listened to most of it, but not the last like 30 minutes. Um, and then I happened to read that post from Lee, and then that's all I could notice. And Jeff, I'm sure, scrubbed some of those out, but some of them were just so connected to the next word, I'm sure he couldn't.
0: That's funny. I did not even notice that, but um, and I listened to it a few times um, to take notes. So... Leanne, you said you're a feminist. I mean, I wouldn't use that word, but I I guess technically I would fall into the category that I would say well, I'm a feminist, I, I guess.
2: You know, you know how I realized I was a feminist, I think, was this professor I had in college who said, this is a sociology professor, and he said, who here considers himself a feminist? And he said, and then, you know, some people must've raised their hands. And then he said, and I guess I was just a dumb college student who came from a, um, conservative family. And he's like, you know, I consider myself a feminist. I believe this, this, and this. And I'm like, Oh, well, I believe that stuff too. So, I mean, I think it's just easy. Like I never thought of a guy considering themselves a feminist, but I know I would say Bill's a bigger feminist than I am, my husband. Um, So I think guys can be feminists too. But again, there's that stigma to the word where people are like, well, you know, they think feminist, that word um, means man hater instead of, you know, women, you believe that women are equal to men. And I don't even, and I think I'm a feminist, but I don't, I know that women are built differently than men and they have different strengths than men and that kind of stuff. And they're not the same, but I think they're equal.
1: I can't help but wonder if fans of fans of Allison's show men fans specifically probably our majority of feminists as well I mean think about it. just Make looking so. at the definition of the word right we I find Allison entertaining and strong and funny and and Jenna and a lot of the women you know and and even the men for them on the show I the the I agree with their equality I mean I grew up with uh you know a, a, you know my mother raised us cause my father just, um, had passed away early. Um, but the, the, you know, it's just to me, I've had a lot of female bosses and I just don't care. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. I, it's just not something that really matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I have to assume, you know, maybe people who would listen to other podcasts, you know, are, are just not <laughs> as, not as, as in tuned as maybe we are. Raph, right.
2: Right. Cause I think it would be, I mean, I do think there's a, I've noticed on Twitter, there's a lot, there's people, there are people um, who have, who disagree with Allison on a lot of things who do listen, but I wonder that's got to be kind of hard because I know I'm not open-minded enough to listen to a podcast where I just disagree with a lot of stuff. I can disagree with some things. I mean, I don't have to like, I don't, I mean, Al doesn't have to love a Christmas story. I can still like him, but. If there were, like, just some major moral things that I disagreed with, I don't know that I would, um, or even political things, keep listening. There are some people I have stopped listening to because they've said certain things that I just don't want to hear anymore. So I don't know. I I do commend people who can listen to Allison and not agree with her and still enjoy her because I guess I'm not always that open-minded, and I think I got off topic a little bit. Oh, I think my point was that I think I've seen a lot of non-feminist tweet at Allison. <laughs> so it's just interesting.
0: So I have a like a really quick little story about feminism. Um, during PodFest, I was staying with Megan. I, I keep wanting to say Leanne. I was stay, I was staying with <laughs> Megan. And um, so because she lets me stay with her for free, I always try to like buy her food and buy her drinks or whatever. Um, so we were at the bar and she was trying to buy a drink i already i had like been there before or something so i already had my drink and then she like came later and then she tried to buy a drink and i tried to give the guy my card and then she's like no i'm paying for my drink and i'm like looking at him and he's like doing the like oh yeah he's going to take my card but then she pulled out the feminist card she said <laughs> if you're a feminist you'll take my money and he kind of like i feel like he molded over for a second and he took her card
1: So uh, let me get get this straight. It just sounds like she was being a sweet friend. She she is a sweet friend by letting you hang out at her place. And then you're doing the really cool thing and like, hey, listen, I'm going to take you out for food. And she still said no.
0: Whenever I stay with her, if that's what she tells me, she's like, do your friends not let you stay there? And I'm like, this is this is different, Megan. I'm like, this is different. But it was just I think I was already there and she showed up later. And she was just like on her own, was gonna buy a drink. And then I butted in and I was like, nope, take my money, sir. Yeah. And so, like a maniac, but
1: yeah, right. I mean, so well, that's I the kind of thing we do with our friends all the time. are good,
0: right? Well, except I'm just
1: thinking, I'm just no, I'm thinking Megan may be anti feminist because of that little move, playing oh, the feminist card.
2: Jason. Yeah,
1: well, we, you know, I think Meg, I, you know, I, I still have a crush on Megan, Raph, and that I'm more jealous you get to spend more time with her than, right. you know, anyone else.
2: To- you want but, to be uh, a bar. This is why you're right. But I, this.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm really just kind well, of
2: well. I it think wrong. it's funny that she said the thing to the bartender yeah. and he took he apparently was a feminist, yeah, or didn't want to uh admit that he wasn't, which is fine.
1: <laughs> you know what, Raphael? You should have gotten two drinks and just pounded him right in front of her.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I could have uh, if I if I carried cash, I could have like tipped him or something, but I don't know. <laughs> um that was a little off topic. Um so the no, next I like that story. the the next note that I wrote down they were talking about the Dove Real Women campaigns. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I've seen a few of these and it's funny because maybe I'm just like an idiot that I like fall for it and I'm like, "Oh yeah, these are good ads. Like why don't more people do this?" But then they were talking about how can't we just have like a normal person in an ad without drawing attention to it that they're actually a different kind of person that we're used to seeing on TV
1: You know that it's that was definitely a really really good point the um as a matter of fact Just like you I would I'd see I saw the dove ads and and every one of those women were I mean they're all very pretty I mean, they're definitely you know, they had them made up and so on and so forth and I, and I had forgotten that, you're right, Dev, Dove had said, look, we put real women in our ads. And I was like, yeah, that is kind of crappy. What does it matter? Of course it's real women. I mean, it. there's whatever, you know. So yeah, and the I, women I are I probably like, well.
2: thanks. <laughs> yeah. Or But, you know, I, you know, that's the thing is it's interesting what I can fall for until I learn another perspective about it. Because I mm-hmm. remember I took a Native American class, a Native American studies class, and I know that a lot of Native Americans and, you know, I can't speak for them, but I know in that class, I learned that a lot of Native Americans don't like movies like Dances with Wolves and different movies where the white people come in and save the Indians or save the Native Americans. Um, And that was eye opening to me because, you know, before that, I thought, oh, Dancing with Wolves, what a nice story, blah, 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 you know, but then now every time I watch a movie with that lens, I'm like, oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, we so, uh, we butchered we butchered them. I mean, that's the well. The we like the whole
2: happy ending, the whole triumphant, whatever. Right. But sometimes right. it's not as it looks. But
1: that's all. I mean, I guess that's all. It's kind of like the the point of feminism, right? We all grow up. I think we all make we all make naive, silly mistakes when we're younger because we don't know any better. And I think a podcast like their podcast, in in a funny way, tries to. Point things out like the Dove commercials, right? It's like, okay, you think it's cute everybody, but let's get to the point where, you know, they're, it, it's, it, it, there's no, doesn't matter that they're normal women. They don't like their skinny, skinny, skinny right. models. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. That's interesting. That is definitely an interesting point.
0: And then they, they started talking about the, uh, like, TV shows, uh, like uh, Broad City and Girls. Now I've never seen Broad City and I know I should watch it cuz everyone says it's great. And people say the same about Girls, but I watched all of season 1 and although I thought it was a good show, it just wasn't for me. Maybe I I just couldn't relate or for whatever reason I just it never
1: connected connected yeah. to you?
2: Resonate with you. I I've never seen either of them, so.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny. I've I've heard a lot of good thing of, good things about girls. Um, you know, Lauren Dunham, I write that's that's who write, gr- writes girls. Lena, sorry. Um, the I've never seen them either. I would give it a chance. It just, unfortunately, I just don't have too much time to watch those kind of things.
2: I don't have HBO, and well, actually, I do have access to it, but um, I guess. I don't watch that. That's the I don't know the broad city one at all. I've not really even heard of it to be honest, but girls has, a, I think a lot of stuff that just sounds like I'm not interested. I don't need to see or hear people having sex and stuff. <laughs> I'm okay without the, that. So uh, and I
1: and I don't remember if it was Sarah or Beth, but one of the two of them talks about growing up in New Hampshire. And that's the one thing about this podcast I can relate to. Cause I also, am <laughs> a, I'm also a na- native New Hampshire, right? Um, and she one of the things that sort of made me laugh she was talking about southern new hampshire um is very much a an ex, you know it kind of extends massachusetts a little bit um she was talking about her growing up experiences yeah, well, to an extent it was probably very similar right you, here you kind of do sports um in new england it's it, it's very much education is pushed on you all the time um but there were some things where she was like, you know, I kind of felt like a loner and so on and so forth. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that was just your experience. You know, I don't maybe she, it just didn't seem like I couldn't relate to that. I was Like, ah, I didn't I didn't grow up that way in New Hampshire. You know, I, I couldn't quite. She just grew up differently than
0: I did, I guess.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think just be- location doesn't mean you're going to feel the same way about, you know, right. feeling like a loner or whatever.
0: So I don't know. Do you guys know the comedian Anthony Jeselnik?
2: I've heard the name, but I don't know. I'm not familiar. I'm that not familiar.
0: He has a joke where he talks about the suicide capital of the world, and I think it's somewhere like in New Hampshire.
2: Mm. Jay. Yeah, I I haven't I been there know yet. Know about this?
0: I'm gonna go there right <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> Wait go- until I'm after.
0: Googling, I'm googling it. It's oh, okay. it's a it's a pretty funny joke. I I'm a fan of Jeselnik, and he's been on Allison's show. Oh, he has. Yeah, a, a while back.
2: I have to go back and listen again, or remind myself.
0: He's pretty offensive, and I think on her show he wasn't, but his jokes are very offensive. So maybe don't look up his comedy, but for sure check out. Oh, his I think Allison I show. think
2: I do remember that episode. It's just I've I've listened to all of them, but some you know I'm I i do not remember them all if they didn't like really stick with me that you know. But I do think I remember people saying that he normally was offensive, but wasn't so offensive. <laughs> I, I do.
1: I did laugh at Allison had mentioned about being in, in New Hampshire um, a couple of times. I happen to know. I think I was reading one of her articles where she interviewed. I think it was Katy Perry before she was. Oh yeah. Uh, all that big, and she came up like Cannon Mountain, and I'm like, that is not a good reflection of New Hampshire.
2: Why is it not?
1: Uh, it's just. It's just the white mountains. It's, it's oh. just like a mountains. It's lame. It's lame. Yeah. I mean, I mean if you're a skier, you probably enjoy it. But they talked a little bit about the Hillary and the Donald Trump thing, and um you know some interesting points of that is you know they talked about the after election shock and i really could relate to that i
2: i oh yeah I, me too
1: <laughs> i shook my head i to me and i just shook my head thinking to myself we are we are very very disconnected in this country from each other right it's like it cuz i mean it's a 50 <clears throat> 50 thing and I woke up the next day thinking and I remember it was the same feeling I had when George W Bush won his second, you know, presidency okay. and I was going I I know we we're in a war but I just shook my head thinking how could we live through another 4 years of this it, it can't get any worse well
2: it did. the day after the Trump <laughs>
1: the day after the Trump election I, I did think to myself well, oh, damn it's going to it's going to be rough um you know and they also talked about in history, how we, we do take steps forward, um, you know, put an African-American president in office. And, and in my opinion, I think he did amazing and, and he's a, he's a, an amazing character and, and, and a strong guy. Um, but we definitely do take a few steps back and hopefully this is just one small step back and maybe we get back to stepping forward again after these next four years.
2: Um, I agree with everything you said. I'll also say I think Allison or somebody said it just kind of felt like when you woke up the next morning and like you just had a breakup or there's a death, you know, that feeling. And that's how uh, I felt for a few wake ups. <laughs>
1: and, and, and I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like I'm backpedaling. And I I hope that I'm 100 percent wrong about Donald Trump. I, I hope I'm hope I'm just wrong and I'll be the first to eat my words and say, hey, maybe he did do some good um I just don't see it yet if if that whole if the whole Twitter fiascos and things that he does, if he's doing that for attention so he can he's like a magician. Well, and, you know, <laughs> it just seems well, the people kind of he's amazed. already
2: choosing to be a part of his cabinet, you know, right. already so, showing. Mean, but anyway,
1: <laughs> that was one of the one of the notes I got. The other thing that so the, the thing in, from that whole show that I really kind of connected with is they talked about the Keurig coffee maker and how. Sometimes when the coffee's coming down, they put their milk in there, and that helps to mix. I totally do that, too.
0: That's a, jam-o. Well, this a jam-o? Was this
2: the JMO?
1: Was that the JMO? We're not allowed to
2: talk about that yet.
1: Oh, Because I
2: have a JMO comment, too. but I, I Raphael, like, I
0: can't edit that out.
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> He'll say it again just like that later.
0: We'll save it for later. But Leanne, did you have anything you wanted to talk about for the Monday show?
2: I, no, I don't particularly I mean um we we talked about stuff so
0: they talked about losing
1: they talk about losing virginity
0: yeah I was gonna say they talk about like periods and tampons and cardboard applicators yeah. uh if you wanted to talk about that Jay go ahead
1: uh,
2: yeah I think <laughs> what do you know I, Jay what do you know I
1: there was uh, is there any more just me or everyone's
2: <laughs> nice
0: so I guess on that note Um, I guess we can just move on to the Thursday episode. So she called us her little Yule logs. Now, because I think last year, Jenna mentioned what a Yule log is, but there's like a dessert that's called that, right?
2: I think so. I've never had it.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: I I should have went back to last year's Christmas episode and written it down because I think she, she was talking about them making it on like the Great British Bake Off maybe. Um, if that, if that sounds familiar to anyone, but I've never had it. Uh, I'm guessing you guys haven't either.
2: I have not.
1: I have not, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> A Yule
0: log sounds delicious.
1: It, I guess it just, it, I picture it, I'm trying to uh, Google it as we speak, but it just sounds like something be wrapped up in, in nuts and caramel and chocolate. At least that's oh, what I'm, I'm really have, hoping I, it is.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping that's what it is too.
1: Right, or unless it's something dirty and they just sound like a fool.
2: <laughs> I don't think it is dirty, but I don't know. I like your version of it.
0: <laughs> I thought it was interesting that she called us her little Yule logs and then they started guy- talking about a guy called Pinuel Gatewood.
2: Pinuel, yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Um, was that Jordan's grandpa?
2: I think our great grandfather's grandfather. I don't think he knew Pinuel well, himself, it didn't sound like.
0: That, okay, that's a crazy name, right? Pinuel? Yeah, I've never heard of it in my life. What's like the craziest name you guys have in your family? So I have, I have kind of a
1: funny one. Um, uh, my wife's really, really into genealogy, and she's looking up names, and appara- there's, there's a lot of twins that run in my family. My younger sisters are twins. Way back on my father's side, we have two twins, one named George and one named Washington.
2: <laughs> Cute.
1: And it just, and it was, yeah, so that kind of always makes me laugh. Apparently they're actually, George and Washington apparently were very common names back um, in just in the 1700s basically. So that's kind of the weirdest name I think we have.
2: We have some weird middle names and last names, you know, middle names that were family last names. Like my sister's middle name is Curry because that's a family last name. So we would always call her Jackie Curry Powder Morrow. But because we were so we we're so clever. Um, but my parents, at least I don't. And even my ancestors that I know of, their names are pretty normal. So,
0: well, I remember back in the day, them talking about Mormon names being a thing like tag yeah. or something. Oh, there so. are,
2: there's definitely names that when I hear them, I'm like, I remember when I was in Kalamazoo, which is not a Mormon area. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a decent amount of Mormons, but it's not Mormon land. And somebody said, "Their son, their, they had a baby. Somebody in our car, apartment complex had a baby named Dallin." And I was like, "I wonder if they're Mormon. I should ask them if they're Mormon." And I was like, "That's kind of ridiculous." I asked them if they're Mormon, and yep, they were. <laughs> so sometimes I can tell that just by a couple a couple of different names, like Brigham. If there's a Brigham, I'm I'm sure. I'm gonna ask if they're Mormon. If, I'm trying to think of. So Ra- one,
1: Raphael, do one. you have any strange names in your?
0: Because we're Mexican, I feel like they're all pretty normal to me, but I have an aunt named Alta Gracia, which is like high grace. Um, I guess that's kind of weird.
1: No, I think it actually sounds kind of romantic.
0: Yeah, it's good. It sounds
2: and, nice, but it's not common.
0: Yeah, Right. And then Jordan was talking about his name being kind of a redneck name, which I never would have thought that.
1: No, I would agree with you. Jordan does not strike me as a redneck
2: name. No, I didn't. Ever think of it as a redneck name either.
0: Well, and then Jordan and um Al kind of were talking about a Simpsons episode and starting a Simpsons yeah. podcast. So Oh, it's, it's I no thought secret. of you guys. It's no secret that I love <laughs> Seinfeld and The Simpsons, but there already is a podcast about The Simpsons that I love. But I think me and Lisa should do a podcast about either the Simpsons or Seinfeld where we just quote the show and do nothing else.
2: <laughs> well, you guys could do what they're talking about and you get, and you could just read, do live reads. Yeah. <laughs> of scripts.
1: Do you ever do that with all your friends when you're like, you're maybe in the office or, or hanging out and you just like the, when Daniel talked about the Monty Python thing, I can't tell how many times we sit there, maybe a little couple of beers in us and just, scream off monty python lines every few minutes
0: oh yeah for sure with yeah. my with my friends it's mostly me quoting rap songs that they don't know and <laughs> <the> <laughs> puzzling looks the next note that i have was al mentioning that there are a lot of breakups this time of year which actually was news to me because i don't know if you guys know what cuffing season is but it's usually the fall winter time and that's when you kind of uh, join up with someone so you're not alone for these cold times. Oh,
2: I've not heard of that before. Did you say
1: cuffing or
0: coupling? Cuffing. Oh, no, because I guess it could be said. coupling too. Do you guys break up around this time or try to meet someone? You're both married, by the way. I know no, that, I was going to but... say, I
2: don't try to meet anyone. <laughs> um, but I, I can see why because I've heard of, I know of people who are like, well, well, no, I'm surprised they break up. I guess they would break up before Christmas so they don't have to buy gifts if they already know that they're not, or they don't, like they said on the show, so they don't have to go do family things and be disingenuous. But I do know of other people who are like, I can't break up at Christmas time. I'm going to have to wait until after. So,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't remember before I was married. I don't remember ever really thinking about that. I always remembered Christmas being kind of a fun time of year. It was nice to, I mean, not in a particularly long relationship, but in short relationships, um, I like to buy a little gift, nothing too, too crazy. I mean, that was never in the back of my mind. Um, I'm just going back in history thinking, no, I don't think I. Christmas was the time where I was like, you know what? I got to get out of this and change things up for the new year.
0: From our data here, it's not really the breakup season. No, right? I guess so, I so guess Al wrong. didn't know that. Yeah, that was Al. He was yeah. wrong. I think he said it was like a Facebook statistic.
2: No, he saw it. I, I don't yeah, believe he saw anything
0: it. on Facebook.
1: Yeah, he was probably – yeah, it was probably – that's right. It was probably his Facebook statistic.
2: So, no, I, I'm I'm guessing – must it must have been people change their relationship status from in a relationship to single most a, a lot around christmas is what i'm guessing that comes from maybe but i don't know
1: that could be that's fun That's that's how April they got Fools. that stat yeah oh that's true that's true oh the April other the Fools. other mention was i thought uh, just before the christmas breakup i thought it was hilarious the way Allison mentioned two things she talked about the pig and mm-hmm. she says she says yeah abigail's big now <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, we're no we're no longer loving Abigail. No, she's not going to be bacon. No,
2: no little girl. <laughs> no, the, no. Luckily, it's a rescue, uh, a rescue, isn't it? Who has. Right, but Al, didn't,
1: uh, but didn't it sound like but didn't it sound like Allison was the, the love affair was over? It was like, you know, Abigail's Abigail's a big girl now. We're done with Abigail.
0: I not didn't like hear it that way. It,
2: but I oh, didn't no? hear it that way at the time.
1: But you maybe. go back and listen to it now.
2: OK, now I'm going to be like, oh, she's ready to eat. Abigail. Yes, and how much will you buy this for? Five hundred dollars.
0: Lisa and I went to visit Abigail and Oreo at the farmers yes. market, and she's as adorable as ever. Maybe she was a oh, little good. more adorable as a piglet, but obviously she's going <laughs> to get bigger. She's still yeah. super cute pig. I don't, I don't, I don't know if uh, Allison don't is over Abigail. her, but I don't think so.
1: Well, I think I mean I think uh, Allison did mention it, right? She's having those prego smells, right? I mean, she was saying how things are definitely a lot more sensitive to her. Maybe she's, like, smelling the bacon on Abigail.
2: <laughs> Jason. Ooh. Ooh, you got Jason to me. Moving,
0: moving right along. <laughs> so going back really quick, since you, you're calling Jay Jason, and uh, Jordan, they mentioned that Jordan's dad, uh, his name is Thaddeus, and I just wanted to mention that Allison has a tiny Tabasco bottle, so does Megan, called Thad. So,
2: there's that.
0: Um, Yeah, Google Thad or Thaddeus maybe on her website to hear the story. But Oh, cool. Uber versus Lyft. Do you guys use either? I I feel like your states might not be the biggest (laughs) Uber states, but I don't know.
2: Supposedly, we have Uber here in Bangor, but that was news to me and I've never used it. And I don't know how active and good it is.
1: Yeah, kind of. For the most part, unless you you can get an Uber around here. However, for the most part in New England, you're you're you basically have a car.
2: Yeah, you're driving uh, your car.
1: You're driving your car. Yeah, I mean, but uh,
2: which is, makes yeah. this a great place for me to live.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, isn't Google coming out with a, a a car that can drive by itself?
2: I know that scares me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the technology is really neat. That's what I've heard. Um, however, I, I, the story that Allison told about the Uber driver and, you know, kind of trying to get business for Lyft was sort of funny. Um, weird. It was, it was definitely a weird weird situation.
2: Yeah, that was weird. You'd think that they w- aren't really supposed to drive for both, but I guess they can. Hey, why not? Yeah, why not?
1: Yeah, what would you think, so. Raph? What would you think of that? Have you used Uber?
0: I've used it. So I used Lyft once, that's what Megan uses, and we went to the Dodger game in a Lyft, and then, but when I was there last time, instead of renting a car, I just decided to use Uber the whole time, and see how that kind of stacked up against renting a car, and every single driver drives for both, like, I I was talking to the guy, now this is not like a, a fact, I'm just saying every car that I got into, they did both, um, because they say to maximize the amount of money they can make they have to be doing both so that they're never just like driving around without a person i don't know whether one is better but i do know that i will never use them here um i i I was going to once and then i opened it up and it was like eight dollars to like take me like a five minute drive or something i was like "Eh, forget it i'll just drive myself um i forget why but
1: it's it's funny we have a We have a family trip out to uh, LA in May, and I I was considering of of looking at this, seeing maybe, maybe we'll just try an Uber or Lyft just to see how it is. We'll, we'll take a look. I'll have to look into it some
0: more. For a family, I probably wouldn't suggest it, but um, they mentioned that, I think Jordan mentioned that someone would like yank on his door thinking he's an Uber. Oh yeah. That That was hilarious. Yes. Me and Megan were on a corner and a car pulls up and stops. I always check to see if they have the little U logo in their window. And it did. I opened the door and I'm like, well, this is the wrong car, but it's an Uber. And I'm like, and then, you know, he's like, are you John or whatever? And I'm like, oh, no, sorry.
2: Wrong one.
0: <laughs> Uber and, and Lyft, these ride sharing services are pretty ubiquitous in L.A. because, While you're waiting for one, it's very likely that another one will show up for someone else.
1: When you started telling that story, I was totally thinking that you and you and Megan were like on that little moped with the dog. And somebody said, can you guys give us a lift, too? (laughs) Oh, jeez. It was terrible. Okay, moving right along.
0: I want I want to ride her scooter. I want her to drive me around on it.
1: I would ride. She could get like an old milk crate and stick it right in the front. And I would sit in there like E.T.
0: Oh, yeah, that could work. Oh, that would work great for Chloe, actually. So she doesn't have to. Stra- I took a video of Megan strapping Chloe to her body before she left to work one day. And it's pretty funny, but I, I'm not going to release it.
1: Wow. Oh, my gosh. You have to release it. Megan Remember, she talked Megan. Megan talked trash about Giraffe. And I eat day old meat, too, sometimes.
2: <laughs> no, no, boys. No, no, no. I'm with Megan. No,
1: nah, I'll eat teriyaki like teriyaki the day later when it's on the counter. And you get like up early in the morning. Like
2: people put pizza and- in the oven overnight. Oh, what? No. That's disgusting.
1: No, but you yeah, just leave it right on the counter. Now, I, I definitely see, I'm totally Team Raphael on this one. I'm just telling you. The other <laughs> thing they mentioned in this episode, though, was the old cell phones. Now, Raphael, I think you're a little bit younger than I am. Leanne, you might be a little bit younger than I am as well. Do you guys remember the old phones? The old phones in the cars.
2: We weren't rich enough for those. I we never had one.
1: Well, when I was,
2: and I didn't so, know people who had them. When
1: I worked at like a it's a local store around here called Leachmere. It was kind of like a the Best Buy back in the 90s, and they sold these phones. So I was maybe 19, 20 years old, and uh, I bought one of these phones, and it was nice because I would you could get like free minutes like after seven o'clock and I would like drive, I would leave get my first car. I would drive it up the street and just, you know, like talk to my buddies on the phone all the time. Um, using all those free minutes on my cool car phone. But I was so <laughs> lame cause I would like, like I would like drive up into like a big hospital parking lot where there was lights and just talk, you know, to girls or or my buddies and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I remember those phones. They really stunk. But man, I was cool. Cause I had
0: one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, at the time, they were top technology. They were. Status.
0: You mentioned that this was your first car? Yeah. I need to know what kind of car it was.
1: It was, Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, it was a <laughs> Mazda Protégé.
0: Oh, not, not too bad. The next note that I wrote was they were, Daniel was talking about Armenian weddings. Like, have you guys ever been to an Armenian or a Hasidic wedding? No. No, but
1: I totally want to go. The, you know, I, I, that's one of the notes I took the, the, I wrote (laughs) different cultural events, weddings, for example. Um, my wife in college was taking a, um, religious history class and we got to go to temple and just, just part of her class. So I went with her and they had after temple, a lot of people, the, the, the folks there will go and meet and talk and have food and they have this like great spread and they all talk and they totally welcomed us in. And I remember leaving that going, oh my gosh, temple is amazingly fun. We should do that more often. You know, and then I thought about, you know, Jen and Al probably the same exact way. They'll have eulogs everywhere, yeah. you know, delicious eulogs being served. And uh, it just seemed like, it, it, you know, I, I'm i guessing it just sounds like a lot of fun, basically. So I, I'm up for a Hungarian wedding.
0: <laughs> the The funny thing was that at the Hasidic wedding that, I guess the men and the women are have separate, separate ceremonies or something. Yeah, and they try to outdo each other. And he said that someone lit their hat on fire.
2: <laughs> yeah, awesome! So much fun. Crazy. That's not the kind of fun I like to have. But okay. yeah, well,
1: and Jenna, Jenna had like the put the best punchline right where she goes. It sounds like a Jones family Christmas.
0: And I oh, laughed yeah. so hard. Yeah, that was
2: good. That was good.
0: I'm gonna use the same segue. Speaking of these great parties, Jenna, Allison's sister, oh, yes. and Yami, her um, former bandmate and friend, threw Allison a baby shower over the weekend, and the pictures are on Instagram, probably on Facebook. Um, did you guys see these? I did. Well, yeah.
2: I read. I read the post about it. Some a, some people were confused and thought Yami was her sister, because the way yeah. Allison wrote the post you know and that's Um, the
1: thing i don't think i'm a really good fan because i i mean i realized somebody had said yami was in the band but i i didn't know who yami was at first
2: i did remember that she was a friend i forgot the band part i wondered if it was the band but i did Mm. know that wasn't the sister's name because she seems to avoid saying her sister's name except i think one time she might have slipped either on a regular pod or on a bonus app i'm not sure so i don't one I wrote it once, but I don't want to say it again, just in case.
0: Because yeah, right. Her right.
2: sister's very protective of her,
0: her privacy. privacy. Yeah. Yep. Should so, we sh- should yeah. we should we say it and then we can bleep it out? That would be funny yeah, to I, tease people. Oh yes, so we, we should. and actually
1: do like a really long bleep, and people think her name's really long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Yamilicious or something. No, <laughs> I thought it was. Um, I thought she said once it was like Diana or something. It's does anybody else?
0: that's
1: right
2: are you sure
1: yeah actually no. feels right yeah
2: oh and I think okay you listen okay so bleep, bleep that out but let's go back to the show i thought it was really cool that all these women came together and came to her baby shower and threw it for her and that it was held at jenna's house that was cool yeah. um i'm hoping jenna got to go into her party closet for that
0: oh and... i'm sure she did
2: yes she thought... had to have right yeah And then, um, you know, and she threw it with, you know, her friend, her sister. So obviously Jenna and her sister have had to communicate some, Jenna and Allison's sister. So that's kind of cool to think. And then I saw on uh, the Facebook post that Allison posted, or when Allison posted about it on Facebook, Laura London, the dog trainer, was also there because she said that it was a lot of fun to be there. And thanks for including her. So... And then I'm I'm sure other friends that maybe we even knew their names or maybe we've heard their names were there too. So that's, and then I thought it was great that she felt like this party kind of healed, started to heal some of the wounds that she felt from having such a small wedding and not having, you know, friend support at the wedding. And then I thought it was really funny when Jenna's like, you know, when she thanked Jenna, Jenna's like, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That, that was definitely, that was really funny. You. The, the, I thought one of the things that the, one of the moving things mm-hmm. that Allison said, and I think everybody can relate to was Allison was saying, you know, sometimes I think we get really wrapped up in our own jobs and, and maybe we're focused on little goals that we make. And, and oftentimes you feel alone, right? You think, mm-hmm. you just think you don't matter sometimes. And then when you go to an event like that, where they're, you know, the whole, the whole purpose of it is to shower the, the new mom with all kinds of gifts and, and feel love you know, Allison said, you know, said exactly what I think Jenna and her mom and her sister were trying to achieve is make her really feel loved. You know, yeah. And I think that's often what we talked about it earlier, um, off air. But but you know, the the way that I probably many of us come to Allison and 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 you know, where where she has to tell us, please don't buy me shower gifts. Well, we're gonna do it anyway because we just think you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. fantastic. So it's yeah. nice to kind of shower <clears throat> her with love and and stuff like that. And I think it when you, you heard, she she seemed like she really loved that baby shower, and it made her feel, yes. and, and kind of remember who she is, and how she is a really decent, fun, hilarious person.
2: Right, she's like, people really do like me, huh? Oh.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to say about this baby shower, I'm happy that she had so much fun, but I have been telling her that she needs to have Yami on the podcast again, or she's <laughs> never been on the podcast, but she's been on the Ustream, I think. Ustream. Um, yeah. I like. I follow Yami on Instagram. I follow some other Allison people. Anyone that I know like knows Allison. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. know who they are, and now I have a new person that I had to look into, and that's Bellamy <laughs> Blackstone. Bellamy, yeah. I was trying to
2: think of that name. That's right.
0: First of all, I think that's a great oh. name. I just so think I remember- of the
2: Bellamy brothers, who are a group.
1: I remember her dad when I was a kid used to be able to buy these magic <clears throat> sets that because when they were talking about her, 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 right, her dad. Her dad is being, Harry Blackstone. Yeah. Harry Blackstone. When I was a kid, you'd buy the Harry Blackstone magic sets and you can make a coin disappear. And it was like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, wow. that's so cool.
2: Wow. <clears throat> so he really was famous. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It was definitely something that and I was wondering if Daniel and Allison, because we're all basically the same age. I was wondering if they had remembered that. But, you know, there's not much to do up here in New England. So it's either (laughs) magic or magic or suicide.
0: You know what? We should ask during the Patreon thing. (laughs) Jeez, I just... Suicide. (laughs) It's a a callback. So she mentioned that um, Harry Blackstone was friends with her dad, Allison said. And that's how she knows Bellamy. And... Allison said that she went through a phase of like trying to learn card tricks, and I wonder if that's related <laughs> at
1: all. Oh. Oh man, oh, that's yeah. gonna be a that should be an awesome
0: okay. uh Patreon sh- sh-
1: question.
2: Well, it would be a good live stream because then maybe she can show us card tricks.
0: Oh my god, Leanne. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm writing it down.
1: Write it down. Yes. We gotta get that's gonna be like question number one on the list.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say that, and this might be straying a little bit, but she mentioned the Patreon baby shower and she, t- and I wanted to, I was trying to tell her through my computer screen or my computer. No, no, don't do it that way. Cause she's like, I'm, and this is going to be me being a stick in the mud, but she's like, I might just open it up to any Patreon just subscriber, anyone who wants to just pay a dollar. And my only concern about that is you would have to add all those people to her private Facebook page. And then when they, Are no longer, if they unsubscribe after that, then she would either have to get, you know, remove them or she would have, they would all just be able to see the live stream, even if they're not paying $10 after January. Now, again, I know I'm being a stick in the mud, but I think that she didn't think this through.
0: Right. I thought the same thing. Um, I know like when Jenna does her live shows, I think she does them on YouTube. So there, maybe she can do that so everyone can join in. I don't know. That's yeah. something we can uh, let her know. You mean,
1: you mean Periscope?
2: No, she did Gen- on YouTube.
0: Like for her pregnancy oh. show and for... Oh, yeah, and Gilmore
2: Girls, that was YouTube as right, well.
1: Right, right. I've been listening to Jenna for ages, but I don't... I, I listen usually to the podcast. I think when she was having a baby, I was like, yeah. I guess I am yeah. not that I'm not that good of a fan, guys. I don't I don't check out. Well, the everything. YouTube
2: audio was got, um, for the Gilmore Girls thing got all messed up.
1: It did sound like it did sound like Allison was thinking through what yeah, she so wants to do. Yeah, so I think maybe she'll
2: decide in the end, that right? Because I mean,
1: I I totally I totally get your point. I don't think you're being a stick in the mud. I think you're actually thinking it out better because I think she. So
2: it's gonna be a big pain later. She'll have to right, but if. All those-
1: Right, because I think there's there's plenty of people that may send her a gift that just don't want to, you know, just just don't have it to to get into Patreon, and you know, I, I, I guess it kind kind of makes sense. Maybe yeah, I'm being I have too, no I'm being too sensitive.
2: I have no problem with her um, opening it up to the whole group, but I think she needs to do it a different way, just so in February she doesn't have to get rid of all those people who aren't paying the ten dollars for the live right. stream.
1: So one of the things thing is speaking of this shower gift. So I've already I've already done my ordering. I've already sent it sent it off to her and I did the I just did it through Amazon and then had them wrap it, but I put I put like on the note, you know, don't open until the yeah. live stream. <laughs> so hopefully she's where she'll do get they put the note? So usually when you when you gift wrap room. it, yeah, it's it, I think it's it's printed on little in my case I got it at Amazon. Um I think it's, it's printed on like the little gift receipt and I made yeah. sure it was a gift receipt. So if she didn't want it, she could return it, at least use the money to get something else.
2: Right. Um, Cause I know I've gotten, um, I've sent gifts through Amazon before and then the people have no idea who sent it to them, even though I put in yes. a no. And so that's what I'm things, worried about.
1: <laughs> right. I actually, I got books for Jenna, uh, for Sam. That was, yeah. that was like, I waited literally just before Sam was a year and I got books because as a matter of fact I right. sat down with my son and I said I want you to pick cuz he he adores Sam and loves Al. So mm. I said I want you to pick your favorite books and we sent books to Jenna and um and we wrote some notes on there but I don't think Jenna got it until like in one of the there was a picture of Sam with the book and I said hey is that good night moon and then Jenna wrote she me a, like, so. a personal yeah she wrote me a personal email that just said did you get these and oh this is so nice and I was like oh you know and I think I think they're also really super busy. So
2: I'm not all that well, bent out of I shape missed some of that stuff. I sent books to a friend and then after like a week, I didn't, or longer, I didn't hear anything. And uh, so I just sent her a text. Hey, did you get the books I sent you? And she's like, oh, we were wondering where that big package of, you know, books for her <laughs> newborn baby yeah, I think um, came from. Missed.
1: Whoever started the Facebook post saying, hey, what do people send? Yeah. that will make hopefully allison's life easier because she could somebody at you know, least or, or somebody could send her that list and say yeah here's what certain people sent so that she doesn't have to write everything down or whatever
2: oh that's a good point yeah because usually there's someone there taking a note on what everybody sent for thank you notes not that we're expecting that'll, a thank you note, but
1: right yeah but that'll be from that'll be daniel's job
0: okay so quick question jay did you order from her registry or something else
1: I did no, I ordered.
0: I did two things.
1: I ordered one thing from her registry, and I used the Amazon registry. And when you and when you do it, um, you so you order the item. You go into her registry. You order. You say you've purchased it, and then you purchase it, and then you have to confirm that you purchased it in her registry, so it gets removed from the registry. It's a little tricky, but if you okay. as long as you kind of follow along, you can figure it out. So, I ordered one thing from her registry. And I ordered some additional stuff that was not part of her registry.
2: I haven't ordered anything yet. I mean, I plan to, but I'm still trying to figure out what to do. So I'm hopefully this boat. is later in January.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. She, she, she does the live streams like around kind of like the 9, 10-ish. So. yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Uh-oh, I better get moving. Getting
0: back to the show. Uh, You kind of mentioned this, Leanne. Um, Allison was talking about how, again, how she wasn't too happy with her wedding, but this was kind of helping her with that. And then they talked about Jenna's wedding a bit. But the thing that stuck out to me was Jordan mentioned he was at a wedding and they had a French fry bar.
2: Oh, that would be wonderful.
1: Oh, with all the dipping sauces. Did you hear him say dipping sauces?
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder if there was fry sauce.
0: Oh, probably man, there not. Have, there probably might not. have been. Do you remember that Jeff went to a wedding and there was a biscuit oh, bar?
2: Biscuit, yes.
0: What is it with these awesome weddings? And how come yeah. I don't go to them?
2: Because we're not going to weddings of entertainment business people.
1: Yeah, we get,
0: we get.
2: That's all, why all
0: the Mexican weddings we go to. It's like we're, we're killing two goats. <laughs> we uh,
1: yeah. we got married. We got married. My wife and I got married in a vineyard.
2: Oh, nice. Which was nice. So
1: there's plenty of wine. So it was kind of like a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I've
2: been to a wedding where the reception was a potluck. So, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. There's sawdust on the floor. This new uh, bar type, you know, French fried bar. And even with Jenna and Al's wedding, which sounded absolutely amazing. I, uh, I would have to agree. It was one of the notes I was taking was it seems like a lot of people who don't spend a ton of money. And really yeah. make it kind of more about them and more about the party, like Jen and Al did. I mean, it just you hear them talk about their wedding, and they just loved, loved yeah. it. And it was it was there, yeah. it fit them, and and it was very similar to my wife and I. My wife and I, we paid for our, our entire wedding. We did it for a few reasons. A, um, I didn't want to make any compromises to right our parents, right? It was like, listen, we're gonna make the decisions. We're paying for a wedding. We don't need your help. We we love that you're there. And and they they gave us some, some gift gifted us some money. But
2: well, you were obligated to we, just,
1: exactly to do what so they we did right. And that's why, you know, we wanted to get married at a vineyard. It was something special to us and it was you know, we did everything ourselves and it and that was a uh, really, really special. And I and I hear that a lot. You hear Allison's story and I know she's holding a lot back, but it does sound like You know, maybe it just got a little out of hand. Maybe it was just a little too crazy and it wasn't, it just didn't reach her expectations.
2: Did you hear hear the story back when she told it on, um, back when she was on the network? I I, I, I do.
1: I I do remember.
2: Yeah.
1: I I did hear the story. I don't remember exactly. Like her parents were late.
2: Her parents were late, (laughs) like a couple hours late or something. Not to the actual wedding, but uh, whatever they were going to do. And she, I guess she has every,
1: she has every right to still be a little bummed about it, but eventually she'll get over it.
2: Yeah, there's some things. I mean, I think there was also um, Jenna doesn't refer to it anymore. But when they talk about her wedding, but she did say at Alice when Allison was telling her story originally that her dad said something that hurt her feelings um, uh-huh. at her wedding. So I, I don't know what that was, but I do remember that she said that.
1: Well, weddings are great. Everybody
2: enjoy. Hey, I know.
0: <laughs> I was thinking if if I ever got married, I should get Jenna to be the event planner yeah. because she has yeah. some be so original awesome. ideas. That would that, be
2: the best.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. But um, and you mentioned it before, but um, Allison said that the January Patreon live stream, uh, Lisa had the idea to do a baby shower, and that's great. So we all got to buy our gifts. Um, the registry doesn't have a ton of items, so <laughs> it's going to be slim pickings maybe by now, but I'm sure we'll think of something to send.
2: We're going to have to tell her you better add in,
0: some more. Right. And some of the registry
1: items, some of the registry items are, are even gift certificates to, you know, to Amazon and stuff like that.
2: Right. And, and again,
1: Allison, you know, had said no one is obligated to get her anything. So and did you notice on
2: there, everything was pretty, um, inexpensive. I mean, there was a couple, kind of more expensive things but right, she definitely right. was keeping it inexpensive
1: <laughs> yeah we should have megan buy allison a breast pump that sounds like a lot of fun
2: <laughs> and also um the that's a bad joke uh, <laughs> um i think oh yeah speaking of lisa she almost got her name wrong but she pulled it together oh. at the end <laughs> i was yes. like oh i
1: know <laughs> And, and how Daniel great was, was it?
2: all not helping her at all. He's like, and Yeah, how... it is J Mo for A Rose. Yeah, no! how
1: great. And how great was it? Allison got so frustrated. She's like, I'm just going to call her by her real name, Lisa Lisa Lauer. Lauer. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's,
0: That's right. right. That was funny. So they did the What Does Al Know segment. And Tiki Nakarato asked, Does Al know the difference between a second cousin and a cousin once removed? I have no idea. And I listened to them explain it. Did you guys know? Do you know now? Uh,
2: No. I just was confused.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was. So my wife loves genealogy. um, And I, she's explained to me several thousand times. I still don't quite understand what it was.
2: I wasn't even sure they were right. So. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it seemed like like jeff was uh jeff and daniel were kind of tagged they were trying to figure out
2: the chart yeah
1: right right and i feel and it's funny i do feel bad you know poor jeff is kind of like you know he he's whipping over open google while they're trying to talk and you know he's trying to read it and he's like well it's the internet i I can't believe anything on here
0: you know what i do like is when allison will say oh let's do jmos but first
2: right yeah And (laughs) like
0: It's like when Greg would do something that annoys Jeff, I found that pretty funny, too. I think it's just because because Jeff is like so he's got like his focus on doing this one thing. And then when other people kind of mess with him, I, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> it
2: well, is... I imagine it's going to be hard when he's so fast at it. So he's all like ready to do it. And then, oops, <laughs> I'm not supposed to do that yet.
1: The you know, it's it's it is really funny. I love that uh, Jen and Al will do that on Sorry, Not Sorry. where oh, yeah al will have this he'll have the soundboard i created up and and that soundboard is certain tabs it's all tabs on the web um on a web page basically and the home (sighs) the home the page itself will have all the the uh the segment titles and then there'll be drops on other pages but he'll i can tell he's ready and then she'll call something that may not be on the soundboard and al's like oh i thought i had it (laughs) Yeah, But I, I do love hearing Jeff kind of scramble along, keeping them on their toes.
0: I have like some little notes, but like nothing too interesting. Did you guys have anything you wanted to talk about Janae's, before j blankets
1: Janae's blankets. Janae's blankets. Yeah,
2: I, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's like, pretty I'm, awesome that Janae sent gifts and that they were the cool blankets like Jenna has for Sam. Yeah. And that they're Janae's blankets. Did we know that they were Janae's blankets?
0: Well, we before? do now. Oh. No. i knew that um i i think she I mentioned it forgot so i don't know if you guys know this but i was at allison's house
2: oh right 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 i heard
0: about that
1: <laughs> wait a minute hold on I, hold on did you say you were at allison's house were you on a show or something
0: yeah i think i was
2: dude that's wow. so cool
1: i'm your biggest fan i'm your biggest fan
0: <laughs> i don't have fans um but <laughs> when when i was there baby sam was asleep during the whole show she didn't make any fuss they didn't Alan and Jenna did not have to get up at all. So at the end of the show, they go, they go and wake her up. They got her and she came back and I got to see one of these blankets in person. And I, it had little food on it, but I don't remember what it might've been. It might've been sushi. Oh, really? And I think those blankets are so cute. And if Janae's is a real thing, um, I'm going to buy some like just for me. That
2: would be amazing. I would I would buy them for people's babies. I think you could probably go back and see what blanket it is. You know, by putting in Rafi's name and uh, and Alison Rose. <laughs> oh,
1: that's right. We can actually you can, <laughs>
0: can pull that picture up. You're right that's because right. I have the picture in my phone because I took a screenshot because there's a clip I wanted to get from it. You guys uh-huh. talk while I look. You you don't believe me. Oh. So well, no, i, oh, I It
1: is talking. But the other the other please. part is. Um, I have an inventory of basically all the faces in those pictures. So I can just pull up the, uh, Oh
2: yes. Cause I
1: memes. often, yeah. well, I often will cut people's faces out of things and putting them in silly pictures. I have no idea why I do that. It's a weird thing.
2: Oh, usually people cut people's faces out after they've broken up with them. But,
1: Oh, that's yeah. I <laughs> never did Let's...
2: that. I'm looking at it uh... and it
0: looks like it is sushi. It, that, oh, yeah, the little okay. sushi rolls. Yep.
1: The, um, Oh, the other thing was who was, gosh, I'm going to kill myself here. Um, Another another callback the uh, the <laughs> Jordan Morris Jordan Morris my gosh I enjoyed Jordan Mor- Morris on this sh- on this show this time
2: you didn't last time right
1: yeah I didn't, he didn't I right? thrill me last time but I thought this time uh, he kind of was like okay and now I think I hate to say it but I'm kind of getting used to the, the guest <laughs> Thursday show okay, host for- and I kind of like the variety.
2: I kind of like the rotation too. I mean, yeah. I hope they find the magic person because then I'm sure we'd prefer that in the end. But I'm I'm liking the rotation. I like Jordan too. I felt like he interrupted less, except there was one point when I was like, Jordan, shh, I want to hear what Allison's gonna say because she was starting to try to get into you know the uh, the part about how the shower kind of helped healed heal some of you know the pain that she was had felt from the wedding but he will like interrupted her and started talking about something else which i can't even remember what it was she luckily she's really good at getting back to what she was going to say or ask at least
1: yeah sometimes she she is yeah
2: i mean there's times that she isn't but typically especially i notice on monday shows she's good at picking that back up even if they go off on a tangent first
0: so i wrote down grinch song just because he has a weird name and then they started talking about furries
1: (laughs) oh the furry the furries were well the
2: that's he where could. Al that's where Jenna was laughing at parts where I was like, Whoa, I'm surprised she's laughing so heartily.
0: <laughs> and Al too, I, I he he thought know. it was funny that Tony the Tiger was getting um furries on Twitter tweeting at them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: That was that was actually pretty hilarious. The um the I don't think that the joke trends you know, the elf the elf the Keebler Elves joke was all that hilarious. I was like, Yeah, okay um but the i forgot that tony the tiger was the same person who did you're a mean one mr grinch
2: i don't think i ever knew it until today
0: yeah i remember hearing it
2: <clears throat>
0: i've never heard that name but then again i don't know the grinch song or i, I know tony the tiger but i didn't know it was it the same person and again with the weird names on the show that's a that's a that's a good one. They said that they're oh, gonna sure. add thorough to the to the um
2: Th- to the list of possible names. Yeah,
1: that was the yeah. That and I'm actually getting excited about figuring out what this new baby's name is. When I did that last meme, I was like, Master Quants, because it indicates <laughs> it's a it's a boy.
2: Uh, but uh, I was like,
1: I didn't want to guess at any names.
2: Yeah, I wonder what it is going to be. That will be fun to find out.
1: It will. I'm, I hope do make point... us
2: wait a couple of weeks.
1: Well, I kind of I kind of want to I want to wait now until the baby comes no. and they well, inter- no, no, no. no, you don't want to no, no, such no. A I'm stick okay in the with mud. Us,
2: I'm OK with us waiting until the baby comes, Jason. But <laughs> I <laughs> but I don't want a couple weeks after the baby has come. Some people I oh, right. know and have waited a, a while after the baby's born. I'm like, no, don't do that to us. Come up with the name. But the way Allison is about choosing furniture and stuff, I don't know. How long is it going to take?
1: So they do ask you. I, I happen – oh, gosh. When when my son came along and the <clears> uh, we walk out and I have my son in my hand and the nurse says to me, well, what's his name? And I look at her and I go, it's Brian. And she goes, okay, well, how are you spelling that? And I was I, just I so excited. And and actually, he's named after my father. And I'm going, uh, uh – and she goes, is, <laughs> you know, is it B-R-I-A-N or is it B-R-Y? I'm, I'm going, uh – I go the <laughs> traditional way because I, so, I was so excited and nervous and a lot had just happened. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going, oh my gosh, I want to spell this poor kid's name Brain. It was going to be the most <laughs> terrible name in the world. So hopefully she won't do that.
0: I feel like by now they both have to have like choices that they're like, it's between these. But we won't have to wait very much uh, longer oh, to find out. It's
2: coming up. Yeah, I've got JMO stuff to, t- to uh
0: up though. It sounds like you're ready to go, Leanne. What do you have to say?
2: Well, the first one isn't, um, I have a couple notes on JMOs. The first one isn't my beef, but the first one is I had the same problem. This was during the JMO discussion, but it wasn't a JMO. It was part of one or because of a JMO. But she said that Allison mentioned that she has trouble in dreams dialing phone numbers and um, like getting through to people when she really wants to get through to somebody. And I have that same dream all the time. I'm trying to dial a phone number and it either I can't dial it right or it won't go through or something. So I could totally, I was like, yes, I'm not the only person. But my beef <clears throat> is that Al disagreed with my JMO. <clears throat> <throat> I wrote that note down. I disagree with him.
1: <laughs> wow. I thought you said it was, I thought you said it'd be okay if somebody disagreed with your point of view.
2: No, no, I oh, never said okay. that. I was kidding if I did.
0: I know which J-Mode is, but can you just tell us which one it was?
2: Okay, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't write it down, but basically it was that I believe that gag or joke gifts should also include a real gift, because I feel like it's kind of mean to just give a gag gift. Now, I will say, and Al said that he disagreed. He flat out said that. He didn't listen to my reasonings that I didn't give him, but whatever... Um, I do think that gag gifts that are like, if they have a point, you know, as far as an inside joke with the other person that I can see that being okay without a real gift. But other than that, just like a stupid gag gift, like I have a story about a, well, it's not my story. One of my colleagues has a story about a previous colleague of ours who they did the Christmas exchange and she, um, and he he had her. And the bag inside the bag had a pig soap on a rope and a Dunkin' Donuts card. So she was like, okay, I don't really understand why he gave me a pig soap on the rope, but okay. But this Dunkin' Donuts card is nice. And then he reached over. He's like, oh, that wasn't supposed to be in there. And he took it. And that, and he meant it was like, at first, everybody thought he was kidding, but he meant it. He never gave it back to her. So then ever since that story is told every year as a terrible gift, but if that Dunkin' Donuts card had been in there, then the story would be different. So I, I just say, if I'm going to give it purse, I'll just reword it. If I give a gag gift, I also include something that they would also like in that. And I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> but Al and I will get through it. It's going to be okay.
0: What is the Mormon church's official stance on gag gifts?
2: Well, Mormons, you know... I, as a, you know, as I am the spokesperson for Mormons, we don't believe in them.
1: <laughs> oh, and the, oh yeah, <laughs> you're, you're telling.
2: <laughs> it's in the Book of Mormon.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> no,
2: well. there, there's no stance on gag gifts, sadly. Hmm.
0: Okay, um, Jay, did you have uh, a JMO?
2: I I did. It sounds I like did. You had a counterpoint to me.
1: No, I'm not even. T- okay. I'm not even. I'm not even smart,
2: counterpoint that. Smart guy. Um,
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher the, the Twitter handle, but uh, was it, it was Tawania Cass. Um, she had mentioned, I think it's a she, she had mentioned that there was a, um, she talked about Facebook friends and that after the election, she had to kind of do a Facebook friend flush. And I, that is also me. When I, I had posted a couple of things after the election, um, the Facebook, oh, I'm sorry. Her Facebook friend flush was based on the after the election, if I didn't mention that. Um, so, I agree with that. I had written a couple of things about at the post election, and a couple of my friends who I respect and enjoy kind of got on my face and and were like, "Hey, you know, blah blah blah." And I'm like, I took my post down and almost considered unfriending them, but then after I thought about it, you know, I was like, "Okay, well, I I'll, I'll get over it." Um, that was one of the the jmos I got, and the other one I had mentioned earlier. Of course, about the. I also mix my, and I don't remember who did this JMO, but this was the Keurig coffee maker. Oh yes. And the, I also mix my. I put my cream in 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 the in the cup, and then I put the Keurig in because it mixes it kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, how the chocolate was mixed by the waterfall.
2: <laughs> and that was it. Um, I did have another one that I do like. Um, yeah, let's hear it. This is also me. So this one was by Leela Rolling Stone because of text, because of tech, sorry, I can't say the word text to speech. I now um, accidentally speak punctuations um, constantly when I, you know, or sorry. And then she wrote uh, due to cold comma, recess will be indoors. Now I do that. Like I don't do this when I'm just speaking out loud, but I use text to speech all the time. So I have to say the punctuations. And I've noticed that sometimes when I have to leave a voicemail, I have to pause and remind myself, now don't say the punctuation there. So I totally related to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. See, and that's an interesting one because if I say exclamation, I have to say exclamation point, I believe, because if I just say exclamation, it'll write exclamation. Or if I don't say, or um, if I don't say question mark, it'll just write question. If I just say question, like out, it'll write the words out. So I'm not sure what would happen if I just said, what if I, I think the same problem would happen with the word period. Would it just write a period instead of the word period? I don't know.
0: I think it would.
1: Interesting. So here's an embarrassing thing. Do you know, I just found out that, that the punctuation thing last year when I was uh, talking to one of my friend's kids and he's in, they were saying, Oh yeah, if you just say period or question mark, it'll say it when you're, when you're dictating. And I'm like, well, why not just type it? And then like, as I'm driving the car, I'm testing this out. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing in the world. And that was just last year. That's how lame I am.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because um, that helps me out a lot. Otherwise, there would be no uh, punctuations in my texts. If, I mean, I do type texts too, but they're super slow if I'm typing them. So mm-hmm. I really do dictate text most of the time. That's the only reason I got an iPhone in the first place is so I could text people so I didn't have to talk to them on the phone. Yay. Um, so,
0: <laughs> one thing I did uh, write down for during the JMOs, Allison mentioned she has a list of movies that she needs that she wants to see, and because I have a list and I'm trying to watch one movie a week, I'm at 51.
2: You're not quite doing the Doug Benson challenge, but
0: no, that's insane. <laughs> a movie so, a day, exactly. So I thought about doing that, but I was like, "There's no, no way. way." So yeah. I decided I'm going to do one a week, and I'm right okay. there. Um, so I, I kind of want to see her list. Uh, my list is just like a bunch of old movies that are classics that I need to watch, um, but I'm curious to see what else is on her list. Maybe I'll bring that up during a Facebook thing. I think yeah. you
2: need to, yeah.
1: I yeah, I kind of I want to know what that is too.
0: Well, I think if we don't have anything else, that's pretty much it. If you want to be part of the show, you can email bffancast at gmail.com. Of course, you should follow Lisa on Twitter. At JMOs and BFFs. You can even have your own show. Thank you for being a fan if you email Lisa. As always, you should support Allison by clicking through her Amazon banner, buying a t shirt from her site, supporting her on Patreon, buying a pin, and our super special keychains will probably be on her site Ah. soon. Um, And don't forget this upcoming Thursday, December 29th, the anniversary of the name change to Allison Rosen is your new best friend at 8 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific. I am doing a Facts of Life live tweet. You can go to my Twitter. I have a pinned tweet that has all the information you need. There will be prizes, t-shirts, Allison candles if you're into that, uh, blasphemy. <laughs> And, of course, don't forget that January, the Facebook Live Patreon baby shower. So get your gifts in time.
2: Right. And be sure to shop through uh, Allison's Amazon to buy those gifts. Of course.
0: Jay, where can we find you?
1: You can find me this holiday season, uh, shopping, of course, on Amazon through Allison's Banner. <laughs> Buying things like Lisa Lari Russian dolls. You know those nesting dolls? When you open it up and you'll find a Hello Brittany in there. But you can yeah. also find me on at Jay underscore Inslee. And if you guys are really excited, check out uh, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones tomorrow. uh, Well, this may come out later. So 1223, the Friday before Christmas. Could be something neat from Jay out there. I hope. We'll see.
2: And Leanne,
0: where can we find you?
2: You can find me at Leanne M. Ward on Twitter. And sometimes you can read my musings about country music at country universe, but you might as well be prepared that if you love Florida Georgia Line or Luke Bryan or Jason Aldean, that maybe our site isn't for you.
0: I want to bring up that people got their Christmas mixes from you.
2: I wish I knew what they said last week about it because <laughs> because Lisa had to put a postscript at the end of the uh, episode saying that that stuff got messed up.
0: I'm sure everyone liked them, but also you mentioned that there's like a German magazine that you write a Christmas thing for.
2: Yes, I, it's the easiest hundred dollars I ever make have made. I've done it two times so far. One of our readers at Country Universe is a writer for a German magazine called Country Style Magazine. Country music apparently is very big in Europe and in Germany, and so I just had to write about my favorite christmas albums of 2016 and i got a hundred dollars american dollars for it
0: so because i don't know what songs i'm gonna put at the beginning and end usually i try to go for rap songs who knows what i'm gonna put maybe it'll be uh, christmas songs but <laughs> i feel like it should be to keep it uh, in yeah theme, but... yeah
2: oh actually
1: Raph, you gotta play uh mr the mean one mr grinch oh, oh, yeah, that I song is terrible though
2: I like that song on, I'll just go on record and defend it, but I understand why others don't.
1: Raph, I think whatever you pick in the end, we'll be right.
2: happy with. And maybe you'll make me a fan because I'll think of it in the context of this episode.
0: Oh man, just, I guess, rap songs no pressure.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. I always like the raps. Actually, I always like the rap songs you put on there. I want to know what they are. I'm like, I wonder what that one is. That one's catchy.
0: Oh, thank you. That makes me happy. Thank you guys so much for being on and everyone who listens.